millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is an AFL podcast in round two, all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, have you got a highlight of the week past? Uh, I do, but it's not really football related. Um, Good Friday, you know, public holiday. Yes. Um, For non-Victorians, there was a a bit of a stink in the local parliament. Uh, Just so it's not uh, biased, vote on some of the CFA shit. Some uh, people get cancer, they get looked after. Probably good stuff, but people are for it, against it, whatever. Um, so it comes to a vote. Uh, Labor think they've just got the numbers. So when one of the, I think it was a national senator, uh, senator or whatever, says, uh, I'm sick, I can't come in, can I have a pair? Which is where Labor sends one of their people out. Labor's gone, no, you're not a liberal, you're not the opposition, fuck off. So uh, it was, they had the advantage. Then uh, two of the liberal senators have gone, it's fucking disgrace, we're working on... Uh, Good Friday. Um, I never even have my birthday on Good Friday when it falls on Good Friday. It's anti-religion against Christianity. It's blasphemy. It's everything, this, that, and the other. Yeah, right, eh? So they said, all right, we're not coming in, two of us. Can we have pairs? And Labor's gone, okay, you can have a pair. So all this goes on. Past midnight, Good Friday starts. At about 2 a.m., whatever it is, they get to the vote. All of a sudden, those two guys pop up out of their office, come yeah. in, <laughs> vote against it, and it goes down 19 to 18. The fact that there is such a thing as a pairs... Anyway, to me, is absolute fucking bullshit. Because it's then you're representing party. You're not representing yourself. You're being elected to represent yourself, as far as I'm concerned. It, it's just it's advocating, look, I don't have an opinion. This is my party's opinion, and that's good enough. And that's what, what happens when... Well, because your pairs, like, you're there to vote. You're there, you, you personally have been elected. Hmm. So, but you go, no, 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 my party says I'm not voting. Well, fuck off, then don't, don't be in parliament. You haven't got a vote anymore. Your party has a vote now. You don't have one. And if you're giving up your birthday for Good Friday, then I feel like yeah, you're probably not representing uh, any of the people in Australia anyway. Certainly not. No one will be like, "Shit, Easter's fuck." Guess my birthday's, birthday's tomorrow. Off this year. <laughs> no, you go fucking a. I don't have to work on my birthday. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how people uh, wouldn't want to celebrate their birthday if it's on a public holiday. Exactly. I'm, yeah, yeah I'm all for it. I know um, plenty of people that are like, uh, you know, their birthdays the day before Anzac Day, and they're like, awesome. Yes. <laughs> the day after, I never have to worry about it. That's for sure. And I mean, shit, it's Good Friday, they're getting double time. So. <laughs> well, I think they're getting double time no matter what time yeah. it is anyway. Brenton, you got a highlight from the week past? Yes, I was uh, really glad to see the cricket end. Um, to be honest, I've been <laughs> oh, sick God. of that shit. It's been brought on too long. And I feel like the person that um, you are sort of like following on Twitter is Andrew Bogart have you ever seen right. his comments on it <laughs> yeah, yeah. straight away he's I like, like Andrew Bogart media I'll give you a heads up I'm giving you till Tuesday after that I don't hear any fucking more about this shit there's better shit in the world going on and he was spot on <laughs> people trying to argue yeah. with him going well you know it's an important thing like, yeah and they can figure all the shit out by Tuesday after I, that I like that that's it mm. you're, you're done I didn't see that that's great actually you, you've got till Tuesday yeah. then fuck off well, yeah. one angle they haven't talked about which I find surprising is how shit the cheating was like they still scored fucking tons of runs <laughs> yeah. 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 they weren't doing well <laughs> Yeah, and like, uh, and the thing is, I I think we could actually help with that because uh, I know I've mentioned it to Heath before that uh, if last they, week, in fact, yeah, yes. if they want to talk about ball tampering, uh, old uh, old coach uh, Buck Rogers, he he made a a lifetime out of it. it was uh, quite accomplished, uh, getting a, a pocket knife out of the pocket and picking the grass seeds out of the seam, which happened to actually accidentally well, open the seam right I'm going to say, the, the, there's two important parts of this that are really important, though. One was the ball was brand new, so I hadn't even been on the grass yet. <laughs> oh, there's there's so, three factors. Second factor, is the coach. So, you know, he's on the ground. The third factor, he's also on the ground as a coach because he's also the umpire. 
So it's pretty hard to get picked cheating when you're the umpire. But yeah. anyway. Uh, and, but mind you, when old uh, Uncle Ants took, uh, what was it, about 14 for eight? I think literally yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, I, I think that puts him right up there with, uh, look, all I'm saying is you've got a year suspension, Davey Warner and uh, Stevie Smith. If you want to learn how to do it fucking properly, I <laughs> should take wickets. Yeah. I'll, I'll get buck on it. And uh, look, I'm just saying if Steve Smith can have a bowl again and suddenly gets figures of 14 <laughs> for 12... I reckon he's probably going to get picked again. I didn't like the the backlash. You know, they're crying in the um, press conferences and that, and people say, "Oh, it's not genuine and stuff like that." Like, yep. both of them are out about six to eight million bucks yeah. from this. I'd cry. I'd be fucking crying. Also, but the, the thing only- is, you have everything on on any uh, internet channel, and someone's saying it's not genuine. People yeah. get fucking shot in schools, and they're like, "Oh, they yeah. weren't really there. That's not real." But yeah. what um, I thought. The opposite. What if the opposite happened? If they went the Charles Sonnen route, like, yep, I cheated, got yeah. caught. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, well, <fuck> it. <laughs> how, how well would that go down? I missed. I oh, thought I'd I was, like it. I saw this funny tweet, I might have been reposted on Reddit or something, where someone said that uh, the person they feel most sorry for is Mitchell Stark, who for three <laughs> tests has generally thought he's was in Macron. <laughs> I, I, I think that was Mike Atherton that said was it. it? <laughs> it's all <of> that. <laughs> it was a great tweet. It was, yeah. it was um, some real gold to come out of it. Um, all right, so we'll go into the footy then. We had the grand final rematch on Thursday night. Um, I've, I've come over to Thursday night football now. I, I kind of like yeah, it. Yeah, yep. Um, but especially when there's a public holiday the next day. Yeah. Mm. Um, Adelaide get the job done uh, against the Tigers. It was a scrappy affair from the Tigers, but Adelaide seemed to be um, always in control. Yeah, you always thought they were going to get there. And, uh, I mean, they ran away with it quite easily towards the end of that, that quarter, yeah. the last quarter. And, I mean, but this is how it went last season. You don't really expect to go over to um, Adelaide Oval and be able to knock them off too often, two well, times a season. Exactly. So. It was a six-goal win, but last time you went there, it was a 10-goal win, wasn't it? So Yeah, I think we were up by eight in the first as well. Yeah. So it's a big turn there. But, yeah, they had some, some players back. Um, I feel like, uh, obviously, both sides aren't really, you know, trying to hit their straps at this point in no. time. They're just getting together and, you know, trying to figure out what they're plan's going to be this season but it, I mean for the Crows fans it's always good to get a win against the team of the beach in the finals for the Tigers it's always easier it when you've got a flag in the yeah. in the back pocket well for me like Dusty kicked five and got 25 possessions did anyone else turn up yeah it was, wasn't was a bad effort from him at all yeah yeah and I mean they got Tigers got beaten all around the ground pretty much except I mean, for him yeah. except for Dusty yeah, was disposals they just couldn't get enough of the ball but to really make enough impact in, uh, in the first quarter Josh Jenkins was absolutely toweling up Rance yeah. I mean, and the ball delivery was good as well but yeah. he got in the right position he outmarked him he outmuscled him um, it made it look very very difficult for Rance yeah and they had plenty of the ball coming into their 450 too they smashed yeah. them inside 50s uh, so it's always really hard to be able to do that over the course of four quarters when they're getting that many looks at it it was a good win for Adelaide, especially with the week they had and all the, the next leak about their <laughs> Camp Horrible or whatever it yeah. was up in bloody, um, I don't know, uh, uh, Guantanamo Bay or wherever yeah. they went. They should just have a Big Brother revival with Adelaide Footy Club and run with it. Yeah. Reality TV. Oh, I, I know that uh, I, I, the the Big Brother voice, you know, this is Big Brother. That can yep. be Michelangelo Rucci. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd just really drive it fucking home for him. <laughs> Funny part for me too, Matty Crouch, what, uh, he came off half-time, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> Don't know. Somewhere in there. Um, ha- Hammy, I think. Radio. Um, still got more possessions than Townsend, Castagna, McIntosh, Grimes. <laughs> Some people Graham. on the ground don't get many t- touches. I think they should have Rashudo as Big Brother. Hey, this is Big Brother. Hello, this is Big Brother. Tom Doty got Rising Star nod this round, I believe, didn't he? He did. Crows? Yes, the round two Rising Star. I was going to call it the Norwich Rising Star, but it's the NAB. Yeah, the NAB, NAB now. Um, yeah, he's another one that's sort of fit into a team that's got. Yeah, lots of stars in there and excelled. Yeah. Uh, I, and I still think he's the second best um, young player they've got, and that Fogarty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although he got a fine for a, a late hit, and I'm glad he got a fine because um, it, it definitely wasn't a spoil, unless yeah. he's trying to spoil his kidneys, Yeah. Um, and well after the mark. Um, and he got a fine, and Caddy took a week for... I thought he was a bit unlucky. Yeah, but, he got a bit high there. Um, he did get him across the chops, but... Yeah. Yeah, definitely going for the ball. A little bit soft on both ends, but no. And I think like Fogarty, he's he's only played one match. Is there much cash yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got two now. So he's suspended fine or something. I to say he's probably broke even for his first two games <laughs> of AFL footy. I, I don't know if the uh, the first timers get that much. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, Dodi uh, or Doday or how are they pronounce it? Calling him Dodi because it's way funnier. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, no, he's uh, he's had a good couple of weeks. Yeah. So he's got plenty of the ball floating across that back line. Yeah, Rory Laird also played well. Um, yeah, he's, he's yeah. enough position for him. 42 touches. Yeah, yeah. Um, played a little roving roll across there. 
Um, so yeah, lots to like about that Adelaide squad. Um, but it's easier. I mean, there's still a lot of lot of problems that they're going to have to sort out. I think, um, especially off field, uh, getting people that's fit and yeah, on that media, there's still a bit of a black shadow being following them around. Um, I think beating the the Tigers sort of relieves that pressure a little bit. Yeah, um, it's just one of those weeks to go. Okay, look, we got it done. Now we can move on, and you know the first wins on the board. It's only round two after all. Yeah, and the big Texan had a good uh, return, um, not playing in round one, um, but a lot of the focus is on Eddie Betts. He's kept goalless again. Yep. Um, now I did predict that this would be the year where he comes back to the pack a little bit, but I do think it's a little bit early to go on it. Yeah, because um, yeah. they played two decent sides. <coughs> oh, he's he's gone from S class back to A grade. Yeah, but uh, let's. We're not going to put a pin in him yet. But playing, he's, he's no longer a superstar. He's just a star. They've got the Saints this week. and He could kick I, 10. I'll tell you what. Yeah, put him down for five. But, yeah. Um, it, it could go as high as 10. But also with Jenkins playing so well up forward. Exactly. doesn't leave a lot of options for Eddie. He's like that well, when, they're, so. when they're clunking the marks, it's not yeah. coming to ground as often. And he's yeah. handballing a lot. Like, yeah. He had a, um, a, a set shot from right near the boundary line, and he handballed it straight yeah, off. He had 14 hand passes this game. So. Yeah. Okay, so. That's like way more than you expect from a little baller. Boomer so, Harvey's crying for him. Yeah. <laughs> it would not surprise me at all if he's got a slight foot injury that he's hiding. Yeah, entirely um, totally possible. Uh, actually, and he's going for screamers now instead, so maybe he's just bored of goal all the year and he's trying for marketing. <laughs> or maybe he wants to give everyone a head start rather yeah. than get it locked in in the first five rounds. Could be too, could be too. Um, well, Parker's already yeah, he's he's in, put so. some good runs on the board there. Um, all right, let's go to Good Friday. Um, and the old uh, cliche is it's a game of two halves. And thank God for that, because I enjoyed hating on that first half more than I should have. Um, to the fact that at halftime, I was looking through Twitter, I just did all the, uh, yep. followed the hashtag, there were some rippers in there. And yep. that was what I enjoyed when I got out of it. Yeah, and um, you guys went to the game, didn't you? We did, yeah. Yeah, I heard that there's pretty unruly Saints fans. I thought it was just the Saints fans that we went to games with, but I heard the crowd <laughs> behaviour there was pretty pretty shocking. I heard there was a bit of a punch on. They were pretty hammered by the time they got into the stadium, I was, I was hearing. Well, that, that's why, that. definitely why it's not a night game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you never used to be able to sell beer before midday at, on Good Friday. I swear. Juggies don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, this game was at four o'clock, though, so... No, he gives a few hours to get pissed, I suppose. Yeah. Have we told the listeners about Juggies yet? I think we mentioned it yeah. in one of the other... If you want to see the worst possible <laughs> uh, attempt at a well, bar ever. Actually, it's very good to bring it up during this game because, like I said, that first half was so bad that I enjoyed hating on it. Yeah, uh, Juggie's restaurant looks about the same standard. It so looks bad. Terrible. So if you know anything about Etihad Stadium, uh, when you follow over the bridge and walk down past the NAB building, uh, there's that, uh, what do you call it, like a, not a terrace. Food alley, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, so there's yeah, Nando's. The and Anyway, if you follow those restaurants all the way down to the end, is a restaurant called Juggies, and it's J U G G I Z. Something like that, yeah. You find them on Facebook. You'll know when you when you reach it. Facebook page is yeah. a cracker. All I can it's say just, is it's, it's just jizz with a double G in between. <laughs> it, it's for people that think Hooters is a little bit too classy, <laughs> or expensive, or too no, highly no, budgeted. This, this place is still pretty expensive, and just looking at the, I haven't actually been in there, but their right. Facebook page was enough. Looking it's, at the photos, of the food on there was fucking hilarious. I'm pretty sure one of them had a plastic plate with like a, a shitty barbecue on it. Yeah, literally. Oh, yeah, that was like, is what we're doing for our staff members. I'm like, it was terrible. Really? Yeah. yeah, undercooked lamb and some uh, out of the bag salad. They put like primary school sports carnivals to shame. Oh, goddamn! But having said, I'm still going. I'm going to go at some stage. one day. Yeah, I want to do a live podcast for them. <laughs> Not <laughs> now. Great. Um, Maybe but, we get sponsored in corn cobs or something. Yeah. Um, but uh, beyond the first half, and I, I don't think we can say any more about it than it was terrible. Um, the second half. North were okay, and that was good enough. Yeah, yep. Well, I'm going to be honest, I didn't bother watching this game. Um, I just yeah, followed along online. That's all the effort I was going to put into my Good Friday. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't pulling myself away from a lot of good beers to watch this shit. I, I think you're pulling back a bit. North okay. They kicked, Ben Brown alone got six goals in the yeah. second half. Yeah, they're okay. Uh, Saints were shithouse. Yep. Yeah, but... They were absolutely terrible. A 10-goal difference. Yes. You can't say it's just okay versus shit. It's like decent versus shit. Well, if it was decent, they would have kicked 20. That's how bad the Saints were. I mean, Jared Waite was playing behind the ball, and they picked him out better than anybody at Carlton's ever picked out Jared Waite. <laughs> yeah, in but his uh, whole career, like it's it's easy to get uncontested marks, but to get to where you can take that mark is the skill. Yeah, but those ones who are standing still is like oh, I'll stand here. <laughs> yeah, he ran to the right position. <laughs> yeah, he ran there five minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a couple of times the Saints uh, players called him and said, "Jared, this way, mate." 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, but uh, Benny Brown, um, he started off terribly. Uh, but once he, I think he got a couple of Joe the Goose in the goal squares, and then he was right. He was right as rain. Um, and uh, I counted 28 steps for his run-up. But once he got the first one, he was like, all right, now I'm in. I'm, I'm on here. I'm on for a good day. And yeah. we ended up with six. Yeah, 6-1. Six, 6-1. One. Six, yeah. One. Yeah, it's not a bad return. Especially uh, after like a first quarter of, was it one goal kicked? Uh, two goals, yeah. 10. Both teams did it at halftime. Wow. Yeah. It was... Uh, the delivery into the forward 50 was shit, and the delivery to the goal square was shit yeah. uh, on both sides. But, you know, in terms of highlights of the Saints, there aren't any. No. Like, no. no. Honestly, they will try and forget about this. Um, f- fans won't let them. Media won't let them. They're, no. in, they're in a bit of shit unless they come out firing against whoever they play next week. Adelaide. So. Oh, shit. Yeah, all right. Good luck with that one. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they will get a fucking pantsing. But they've always, well, everyone's already known that their back line is where they're suspect most. Yeah. And it seems like they've gone backwards yet again yeah. for another offseason when no one's standing up and players who are good players meant to help forward are having to come back and help out, and which screws the whole game plan going forward. Um, and to be honest, I thought this is how shit North Melbourne would be. But yeah. I thought Saints, maybe they can start like keeping their head above water. Nah, this is looking like another painful year for the Saints. But then you know that they can turn it around in like a month's time. Versus the Tigers. And, and yeah. you know, they'll kick 80 points and a half yeah. against the yeah. Tigers. I think a big part of it too was uh, longer going down. Um, it didn't yeah. help. With Cunnington's fair knee to the cods. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of those incidents, but geez, it was a full-fledged knee to the, to the nuts. Um, and you, you did notice that a little bit when he wasn't on the ground, like the, the structure for them broke down, but I mean, you, you've got to plan for those things. They got, you know, they got Membry, they got Bruce, they've got Carlisle. Even they yeah. can do the pickup, you mm-hmm. know, uh, as the spare ruckman or the the extra ruckman. Um, but uh, yeah, it just didn't really click for him at all. Um, Jed Anderson, I thought had a good game. He had his best one. Yeah, uh, in in North Colours. Um, yeah, yeah, probably right. Also, Benny Jacobs coming back. Yeah, he managed to do a bit of a towel up for. Um, I think it was on Steel actually. Uh, S- Stevens. Steven? Uh, no, he wasn't on Steel. Steel, okay. He was on. I'm pretty sure he was on Steel. Um, but either way, he, he got uh, 18 touches and a goal and had a, a nice goal actually. Yeah, it was. Um, they all got around him. Yeah, fair enough too. But um, you know, in a, in a game that only really had uh, one quarter of good football yeah. and one quarter of just sealing the match. Yeah. Um, you know, the, Ben Brown was the highlight. Billy Hartung wasn't wasn't embarrassed. Yeah, he's kicking still. He's kicking still suspect, to, but to in the desired. second half it was decent. Um, and other than that, everyone will kind of just uh, move on with it. Yeah, it, it, I, I'm, it was it was lucky, but it, the downside of it as well is now, obviously, so much focus on a bad game means that the AFL is going to look at it and yeah. who plays on Good Friday. I mean, they haven't come out and said we're going to change it, but um, I think that they won't for next year. Yeah, but you, you can't do that again. Oh, I think they'll change. I don't think St Kilda will get the job next year. But that, that's it. Then if they go back to the Bulldogs or if they go to somebody else, that means they've changed it three times in three years. You know, yeah. well, pick somebody. I think as long as there's a reason, and like we mentioned many times, I think yeah. North Carlton is the way to go. Um, yeah, because they border the hospital. Yeah, and also you can have an event where people start at the hospital, get sponsored every hundred meters, they walk oh, towards the ground or do something. something, end up so, at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone goes back afterwards. <laughs> but you know, you can actually involve the hospital directly, um, and really bring that right into it. And I think yeah. you're adding Carlton, which is going to be more supporters, uh, even though they'll hopefully be on the up. But uh, we said that about St. Yeah. Kilda too, and they fucking aren't, or at least not so far. Um, but, you know, more money for charity, more involvement, more meaning to the game, more meaning to the teams involved. And hopefully a better crowd and a better TV. Because at the end of the day, that's what they're going to look at. Yeah, yeah, it has to be entertaining. Yep. Uh, what was the crowd there, do you remember? Uh, 34. 30- Thirty-four, yeah, I think it was I about think thirty-four. Last year it was about forty-three. 40. Yeah, yeah. So it's down to last year, but the Bulldogs are coming off a, a flag. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's still it was last year. Rewelts five hundredth game. Whatever the fuck it was up to. Nah, not, went to? not this game. Rivers? That was North. That was the the three hundred or right. hats off for Rui. That might have been the year before. Yeah. Um, all right, so that's leading us into Carlton, and uh, they got dished up by the Suns uh, with big Tommy Lynch just having a bit of a day out. Yeah, um, It's a shame for uh, Liam Jones, because he's had such a good year uh, on halfback last year, um, but they had you know Sam Rowe and others to play the the fullback, and he could play mm. the second on the, the second uh, key uh, forward. But now he's got to play on the number one key forward week in, week out. Mm. Yep. He's going to get found out a little bit, because Weedering's not old enough to do it yet. No, he no. hasn't got that muscle behind him no. yet. Or experience. Yeah, yeah. And it's starting to look like it's starting to struggle, to be honest. Um, he hasn't, wasn't been a standout uh, for the last couple of weeks, so 
Um, he's, I think they're depending too much on him. Yeah, it is a little bit. Uh, and, you know, uh, Doherty's obviously out for the year as well. So there was one experience down back, which he's yeah. not going to help with the high marking, but he sorts people out. Um, so they've lost that down there as well. But the effort from Jones is still there. You can still see his hunger for it. And he's not making dumb yeah. mistakes. He's just getting beaten. Well, I don't think he's ever lacked hunger. He's just lacked polish. Yeah, he's made dumb mistakes. Yeah. Um, but he's one of the, the biggest uh, turnarounds that we've ever seen. Yeah. Really. He went from a punchline yeah. to punching the ball over the line and yeah. doing it at the right time. So if they picked All-Australian on half a season, he'd be in there hmm. last year. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't something you never would have said about him. No. But um, you're right. He's not. He's a handy backman in terms of the floating role and uh, the second up. But as a, a prime toe-to-toe or shoulder-to-shoulder backman, he's not there. No, not yet. And that's why uh, Tommy Lynch kicked eight. Yep. And, yeah, it seems like they struggled in the middle as well. I mean, with no real clear ruckman. Um, uh, the, what's his name? Fucking... Yeah, Cruiser's not there. Cruiser's out. Yeah, you got a uh, fan favourite. Um, Levi Casbolt doing the hit-outs. And, yeah, at least he got some, some hands on the ball because he only got seven posies apart from his hit-outs. Yeah. Uh, so it's always going to be a struggle and not really endear him to his fans. But, yeah, there's, I mean, they're still a young squad, but they should be doing a better fight than that against Gold Coast. They've got their moments, and that's what they're always going through. Like, yeah. Yeah, Charlie Kerno had a few moments again, you know, but yeah. he's just putting them together. It got me thinking about this, too, because we said last week, you know, they've got the core of a great side. Yeah. You know, they're young stars and stuff like that. But we said this, said this before about Carlton. You yeah. Know, remember when they had and Murphy, they Gibbs, and Cruiser? Yep. And, you know, they had injuries in form and that, that now that yeah, even you know, Gibbs <clears throat> is gone, Cruz is still injured, and Murphy's doing his best. Yeah, even Menzel had some good good games across half-back line. Yeah, yeah. So they had that core before, and they yep. just couldn't get everything else around it. Yeah. So... If, I think if, they didn't get, rid of, of a, didn't, didn't get rid of enough Deadwood. They still had some reliabilities in key positions, which they didn't get rid well, of. Well, I mean, they brought in Malthouse as despite. Yeah. No, yeah. That didn't help, obviously, but, you know, we've been through that. Yeah, and Daisy Thomas was supposed to be the missing link. He has improved, but he's, he's he's never going to get back to his 2010 best. Well, yeah. he's improved the level where he occasionally contributes. Yep. Instead of being utter liability. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I think the only reason they haven't dumped him is because they have to pay his contract out. Yeah. yeah well, well, I, th- I think he took a cut, didn't he? No. He, he, last year he uh, he fixed it up. So yeah. Now it's uh, <laughs> he's actually getting what he's worth. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they still got like. <clears throat> well, this might have been a swap then. Thomas and Lynch might swap roles <laughs> next year. I'm still hoping like Charlie Kernow, Matty Wright, also, who was the young kid they brought in? Jared Garlett. Yeah. He's had a good start of the season. Um, so there is some hope there, but those kids are still going to have off games. Exactly, yeah. As long as Casbolt's kicking less than 50%, they're not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you can, And that should be the bare minimum for yeah. a full forward. Um, but just quietly too, on the, the other side of the ledger though, the Suns, that's uh, 2-0. and o. They're in the uh, top four. You know, mm-hmm. It's only after two rounds, but Stewie Jew, who would have thought? Yeah. Uh, undefeated coach of, uh, <laughs> of of the Gold Coast Suns. Admittedly, they played, you know, uh, North, who a lot of people predicted for the wooden spoon, and yeah. Carlton, who a lot of people predicted to be bottom four. Yeah, but you can only beat who you're up against, can't you? Well, to That's be honest, it, Gold yeah. Coast would have been the talk for the spoon as well. Yeah, yeah, not far off it. Yep. Um, so they've overachieved but, already. I think yeah. uh, they, a good season for them would be maybe five or six wins. Yeah, I, I think so. But and so uh, to knock the, off almost half of them already. And they're playing good. They're playing good footy. Yeah. We well, don't fluke eight goals one, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. And even Jared Lyons picked up 36, so they've still got some contributors there. I mean, there's always going to be talk about who's going to pick up the slack. Not pick up the slack, but who's going to be forced to actually do the work or you not be relying on him. And I feel like there's got lots of contributors that are filling in that gap. Well, and they've had a fair rehearsal. Um, yeah. It's not like Ablett's been in there week in, week out for the last couple of years anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... But the thing is, too, they've got a fairly easy run until round six where they play Adelaide. That's when they start. Well, you say easy run, though. Um, they're doing travelling. Um, yeah. Because I think they've they've gone over to Perth now <laughs> and they're staying there for a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah, they go to Perth for Dockers and then West Coast the week after. Yeah. But then they're out of home for an extended period with the Commonwealth Games, yeah? Well, that's yeah. Now. now. That's why that's they, they don't play at uh, <laughs> Where'd Metricon. you wear? Yeah. <laughs> they don't play a Metricon until like round nine or something like that. Yeah. I'll just interest in Commonwealth Games as soon as Bobby Knuckles said he's not wrestling. Yeah, me that too. That's for me. <sighs> I'm bitterly disappointed about that. Mm. But it makes sense. Mm. Oh, it does. I just would have liked to have seen him have a crack. Mm. Yeah. All right, so on to the next one, which is uh, Collingwood and GWS, which was memorable in the first quarter for all the wrong reasons. Um, poor old, yeah, Broomhead Jesus wrapping his Christ. leg around. And look, nothing, was it? No. But you can see, like, there was rubber legs around that uh, around that 
um, goalpost, and everyone automatically brought up Anderson Silva. Yep, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. The worst part was is that um, I was at work, so I was sort of just following along here and there, and um, someone said, oh, hello, someone's broken their leg. I'm like, what do you mean they've broken their leg? Oh, on the goalpost. I was like, I do not want to see that. Yeah. Just, but the thing is, the still was hit. Was still yeah, well, picture was he, his leg bent around the goalpost? The like, still, ah, you bastard! The still was worse than the vision. Yeah, because the vision was so quick. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, oh, he's not getting up. Yeah, and then you see in slow mo all the still. You're like, okay, fuck that. Yeah, yeah so yep. stop posting that shit because yeah. I don't want to see it. Well, I was looking on the Reddit thread and they went, it reminds me of this one. I'm like, no, no, yeah, don't, not don't, clicking. Don't, don't <laughs> need to see <laughs> that. I've seen enough now. As a person with a very deep voice. I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. And then uh, Tom Scully went down. Um, and as yep. soon as he did, you go, yeah, that, that looks broken as he well. He healed himself. Yeah. It was yeah. his ankle, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So ankle well. fell underneath him and he twisted it. But it, it's funny to say, but at least it was just the ankle. Yeah. Because yeah. if it had have talked yeah. further, if his knee wasn't bent, it would have torn his knee. Yeah. Um, a full heel hook uh, motion. He would have been cactus for possibly forever. But it's still bad, though. I mean, it's bad. Um, what's his name? Uh, Troy Snell for Geelong. He did something similar mm. once and he never played again. Yeah. Probably still can't walk without a limp. Yeah, Nathan but, Brown was never the same afterwards. Who yeah, said? Nathan Brown was never the same yeah, afterwards. When he broke his leg, yeah. Um, uh, this is a good game, though. It um, was decent. All four quarters, both teams still in it. And even the swing in the last quarter was, you know, what had to steal One team was going to take it, and Collingwood came out the gates well. But, yeah, Jitter West had too much talent at the end of there. Yeah, That's what it was, talent. concerning word about it, though, was uh, Eddie said he's right behind Bucks. Um, which we all know as soon as a uh, chairman says that about the coach. Yeah, except it's Eddie and Bucks. I know. Yeah. Normally that means we're, we're about to stick the knives in, but uh, if yeah. you wanted to do that, there's probably four or five seasons of opportunity. Usually if they that. say we're right behind you, it's because they want to stick a knife in. Yeah. But <laughs> with Bucks, with uh, Eddie and Bucks, you could want to stick something else in. <laughs> you know, that's why he's right behind you. And, you know, then the. Collingwood were two goals up in the final quarter. So yeah, yeah. they had the they play. were in the game. Um, but they were running out of soldiers too, because I think yeah, Darcy yeah. Moore went down um, as well. I think he's done a hammy. I'm not sure. Yeah, on so, all ends of the injury list. Yeah. Like, so it's another season they're going into with bad injuries. And I mean, obviously, wrapping your leg around goalposts is an uh, anomaly, but a lot of them other are hammies and different things that yes. seem yeah. to be. I don't know. There's got to be something to it. Well, it doesn't I think, have to be. It probably uh, is. I know more Elliot and uh, who else is out? The whole forward line. Dugowie, um, yeah. uh Jared Blair. Yeah. Um, yeah, all yeah. their forward line is pretty much gone. And kicking goals is their issue at the moment. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, uh, Mason Cox is suspended as well. Not that yeah. he was a you know a great player or anything, but he was a bit of a liability the week before. But still, it's another one. There's yeah. somebody else. Uh, on the good side of it, though, uh, Brody Grundy had a great game. Yeah. He's yep. a superstar. Yeah. 
and he's only what twenty three. He's younger than you think. Yeah, really. Shit, he's just a kid. He might be a year or so older than that, but no, no more. Um, I think his progression really has been very steady as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like he's had a breakout. He's just gradually got better year on year. Yeah, that's what I think as well. What you want for your big men. Yeah, and he's he's gone up against like the best and always held his own, which I think yeah. is the most important, and made them accountable around the ground. Um, he's big, solid unit too, yeah. um, reliable. I mean, he hasn't broken down for a while, has he? He's he doesn't make dumb mistakes either, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is, for a ruckman, that's really one of the yeah. key, yeah. key he's points. He's not lazy as well, which is really good. Yeah. You know, he doesn't, he's not really a lumbering ruckman. If he's uh, having a shot from 40 out, you've got fair, fair confidence in him. Yeah, yeah. Other posts like other ruckmans where you go, come on, handball it. Somebody yeah. else. Anybody with you. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the knives aren't out for Bucks yet, but uh, they play Carlton this week, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, if they don't get up against there, then definitely there's going to be a little bit of a murmur. Yep. Um, maybe not from the Collingwood faith, but everyone else will definitely be turning the thumb screws so uh, to get that ball rolling. Saturday night. Oh, Grundy's turning 24 next match. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, Brisbane Lions hosting Melbourne. Um, it's a bit annoyed me that there was a lot of focus before the game of Lewis versus Hodge. Because I thought, yeah. one, they played against each other before, but two, those two players aren't the future of these two clubs. Yeah, yeah. And these clubs have good futures ahead yeah. of them. I mean, yeah, oh yeah, it's interesting, but it shouldn't have been focused on as much as it was. So. It's the least interesting matchup on the field, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it was. Well, um, they didn't really match up. That's kind of yeah, the thing. Opposite ends of the field, pretty much. Um, just about. Um, but uh, Maxi Gorn came out and had a good one, um, which he needed after you know missing the, the, the big one last last week. Yeah, yep. Um, but I thought, yeah, <clears throat> it was a good effort by both teams. Um, Brisbane was, had been one that haven't been able to put four quarters together. Um, they didn't give up. They came back. Um, had lots of contributors. Um, also good to see, yeah, Melbourne actually getting to a well-oiled machine-like uh, efficiency. Still missing some players, so uh, I feel like they got lots of people that were stepping up when they needed it. And yeah, you obviously you always want to be able to beat Brisbane, but especially getting a win away from home. Yeah, um, very important these, this early in the in the season. Well, especially they had a you know a draining affair the week before. Yeah. Um, so these are the ones where in the past you know Melbourne have slipped up. Yeah. Um, but you know it, it wasn't anything flash. It was a. Four goals against last year's Wooden Spooners. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah. That's what you should do. To meet Clayton Oliver, 22 contested possessions. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, That's pretty decent. Means he's around it a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Means he's getting stuck in. Eight tackles as well, so he's, yeah. he's still chasing it when he hasn't got it. Yeah, for a bloke that uh, one of the most famous pictures of him is diving, um, <laughs> yeah. he's a hard bastard. <laughs> yeah. Well, being a red nut, you have to be. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's genetic. Also, the... Uh, Brisbane getting some return on Charlie Cameron, kicking three. He's done he's well. Happy there. I think yeah. He's done well both both weeks. Yeah, um, yeah. He's a he's a star. And, and I thought he was great at Adelaide last year too. He was really mm. improving um, uh, all season long. And now he's uh, you know probably feeling a bit more comfortable because he's close to family as well. Yep. Um, but there's more reliance on him um, in Brisbane than there was you know back home. Yeah. He, he could yeah. be their leading goal kicker. Maybe that's by what, the end what of he year. needs. Um, wants to have that space and that freedom and that sort yeah. of focus on him. Yeah. He's always going to be sort of second and third in that forward line in Adelaide. Well, it goes Maybe both ways, doesn't it? It means like Eddie Betts is getting the best small defender. Yeah. He gets the second one. Yeah. Now he's probably going to get the best one, but um, yeah. he seems to be going right I so far. as a player, you want those challenges. You know, you want to be yeah. going against the best, so so yeah, metal sharpens metal. And, and I mean, shit. yeah, and Melbourne's got um, Hibbard down back. He was all Australian last year, so there's no yeah, slouches around him, even mm-hmm. if he's not playing on him all the time. Yep. Um, all right, we'll move on to Frio's first home game at the new Optus Stadium against Essendon and put on a good show. Yeah. Honestly, much better than I thought they would. Yeah, me too. I, I tipped Essendon in, in, in this one. I, I thought they'll uh, have all their uh, early season momentum. But um, Frio, it wasn't all flash, but there was certainly a good grind. Oh, they just wouldn't be denied. Yeah. And uh, plenty of times I saw Fife run forward and take telling marks, like yep. pack marks with three or four around him. Uh, he was looking very good. Yeah, um, he's still that 5% off um, of his absolute best, yep. which is scary if well, he yeah. gets that good. I mean, his absolute best is just spectacular. Yeah, uh, He was a, a, a star player. He isn't at his superstar level, but he can get there this season. Um, big Joey Danaher kept very, very quiet, um, looked slow and out yeah. of sorts. Yeah, which is, I mean, we were picking him as Coleman, weren't we? Him? No, I was, not me. Uh, Franklin's yeah. still Franklin. for mine, but yeah. um, certainly top three. Well, many people were, so it was interesting yeah. to see him get held down by a freer defence that was also questionable, we thought, in the off-season. Um, yeah, inexperienced. Inexperienced, yeah. yeah. So, so that's I, a good win for them. I still think Dan has overrated. 
I think if his name was John Smith, he wouldn't have been talked about in the same way that he is. Yeah, I mean... Maybe I, that's controversial. I, I, I agree. I just can't be fucked poking that argument. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait until, you know, wait until it's certain people can't go, see, I fucking told you. He's like useless. And he's <laughs> well, six, six oh, he's definitely not useless. Weeks. He's obviously... His best is very good, but his worst is... Often. Yeah, and still far apart. I mean, yeah. This is probably close to his worst. Yeah, and I was still expecting Aston to go over there and get a win um, after a big win last last week, was it? Last week? Yeah, yeah against Adelaide. Yeah. Home. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Frio pulled together. Um, good to see them give, give something back to their fans. I'm surprised they've, I mean, it's lucky there's only two teams in that town because <laughs> their fans would not be sticking around and working up the games. But yeah, it was good to see them put a win on the board. They're the first home winner, Optus, yep. is yep. that right? West yep. Coast haven't won there yet. They reckon it was the most hostile uh, environment for them because the, it's a full bowl. The uh, the voice and the crowd just really uh, reverberates. It. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, even the commentators are saying, you know, this is the most oppressive, just one-sided crowd they've ever been in. <laughs> they weren't there when Jitteras played Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was uh, the the light show. Um, apparently, for those in attendance, was amazing, but mm. it looked terrible on on TV. But anyway, it's more about the people in attendance. Yeah, it's gonna be so. better than the fireworks of the Tigers games. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> Guarantee it was. Oh, it's a brilliant stadium. Like every everything about it's just spectacular it's probably for everyone yeah um i just i'm glad it's just bigger um because mm. subi was yeah. it made for not as uh, attractive footy i thought yeah i think so too but um anyway i, I think both west australian teams will benefit from it um oh, more as well because it's closer to the dimensions of all the other grounds yeah yeah um it's not as unique which is a disadvantage for home games but an advantage for the rest of the season for them now are they playing cricket there as well no, uh, yes, yes, they played the T Twenty there this year. Yeah, but they're not playing tests. It'll tests will be at the whack. I think so, but you know, I think it's they'll play um, like England and South Africa and India at the whacker, and the other nations at uh, or, or the other way around. Sorry, they'll play the other nations at the whacker and the big ones at Optus. I don't know, but they, they right. still haven't sorted it out. Because if they think they can get a bigger crowd, they'll go to the bigger stadium. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how it's going. It depends on the sort of pitch we need, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll move on to uh, Easter Sunday with uh, the Bulldogs and the Eagles. Um, were the Eagles good or were the Bulldogs just that disappointing? Oh, to me, it's the Bulldogs. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to join on the bandwagon of giving them a, a kick in. But, yeah, um, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> they did not want to be out there. It, it does look tired, doesn't it? They're in all sorts. Like even people are saying, even the Bont, who's used to being such a consistent performer, yeah. he would look like he was struggling. I know well, it's motivation, or it's just you know see, lots of other things going on. I I'm of the opinion that that is just how he plays. Now yeah. he is very like laconic. People would say um, yeah. of his style, but it can be late. It's laconic when they're winning, and it's lazy when they're losing. Yeah, well, yeah Collingwood supporters effortless would. when they're winning. Yeah, <laughs> Collingwood supporters wouldn't say that. They wouldn't know what it meant. No. <laughs> um, but, I mean, West Coast were great. I mean, uh, something else out of this game, all three marks of the week came from the one game. Um, really? I don't. That's probably happened before, but, you know, yeah. I thought it was interesting. Um, and one of them wasn't very decent, but... Yeah, it must be a bit sort of thin round for quality marks. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, this game, when you look at the stats, if you didn't see any of the kicks or the score, it looks like it would have been an even game, which really shows how much Western Bulldogs just fucked around yeah. when they had the ball. Nine goals, 16. Yeah. Mm. So it just shows the lack of... That's the thing that they've really prided themselves on, something that helped them get to their premiership flag yeah. was their ability to use the ball well, um, link up, mm, just run down the middle. Yeah. And that's one thing that's sort of just gone away. I don't know if there's a team dynamic in the rooms that's just not the same or obviously some players on the outer. Or well, I think, you know... Maybe they're missing Travis Cloak. Stringer's, <laughs> Stringer's gone now. Um, there's no more 16-year-old girls turning up. It's 18 months since their flag and they had, uh, I think, 11 um, of that... Uh, 22 out there yep. um, so that's still a decent amount turned around, um, yeah. but you know Boyd's playing in the VFL Mitch Wallace I don't think he was back for this one no he's in the VFL too um, Libertoro's obviously done he's done for the yeah, season he's done another couple out Clay probably. Smith I think um, but and I think I read that Jordan Roughhead's uh, got injured in this one oh, shit. Um, so yeah, you know, there's another one uh, that they've got to deal with so they are a bit of a revolving doors but yeah. it is a bit early to start calling for a premiership coach's head in round two. Oh, shit, yeah, yes sure Especially when he's broken a 50-year drought. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's, he's doing okay. They're not going to bother him, you know, for a, a couple of years, I don't think. I think Lin Jong's going to be pissed off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to look at what his alternative was. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but anyway. Um, 
But West Coast uh, coming along nicely, and, and Nick Nat um, doesn't look like he's lost anything. He, he he'll, no. he'll get mark of the week. Yeah. Um, but it's amazing to come back with that athleticism after an ACL. Yeah, mm. but I've always felt like he he would be. He's always seemed pretty resilient, but he's got so many aspects to his game that he's probably one of the few players that can play around injury a lot yeah. more than any other big man can. Yeah, um, and just being that athletic, you know, his body heals differently. Yeah. Um, perfect yeah. example is um, Segler did his knee in the exact same game. Yeah. He's not up, you know, for full training yet. Shit. Nat knew he's played two games in the AFL. Um, obviously, different people, different knees, but, you know, it, it just, uh, I thought that was interesting just yeah. to see how, how good he's come back quickly. Um, all right, we'll go on to one of the matches of the round, uh, Sydney and Port Adelaide. Um, again, another game of two halves because Port, um, we looked like they were just holding back the damn walls in the first half and then yeah. in the third quarter it just clicked for them it just worked well that's the always thing that everyone said about Port it's, when it does click for them they're scary yeah. they're a real quick team and it's very hard to um, peg that back and it started with Boak yeah. you, mean, you mean minor premiers Port Adelaide that's the one that's the one <laughs> <laughs> well it's not looking that silly now is it no it's, no, it's looking fucking great a lot of people <laughs> put the Swans you know in top two um, and they've knocked the Swans off at home again yeah so it, you might have regretted putting it in there, but it might turn out to be genius. And if you didn't put money on it, then that's the that's the idiotic yeah, thing. Didn't tell you, you got to put up money on making a big call like that. <laughs> you got to. I think I did. I just have to check my my well, one of one of my forty three uh, betting <laughs> apps that I've now got from watching television. Yeah, blame someone else. <laughs> um, Buddy's still kicked four, yeah. um, including a snap from fifty around the corner from fifty off two steps. I don't know if you even looked at the goals. As soon as it come off the boot, you can see it fly, and you go, yeah. "Yeah, it's going in." Don't worry about it. To be fair, I feel he's like a home pitch in the SCG. He just knows yeah. where the goals are. It probably like, that's, would. That's, that's just where he where he spent most of his time. But yeah, another team over from Port Adelaide. I mean, they don't. They've got a lot more sort of stars on their team, but they don't play. Uh, don't rely on a single star yeah. in order to get their wins. They need to have a well machine, um, which starts from running off that half back line. And yeah, obviously. <clears throat> I think Robbie Gray has come back and played some good footy. Yep. Um, hustled as well, got 10 tackles in there. So it's not just when they've got the ball, they're doing it, when they don't have the ball, is almost just as important. Mm. Watts did fuck all. Yeah, but you're going to have those games. You didn't need to. They got yeah. more, they got good Motlop, um, which, you know, yeah. there's bad Motlop and good Motlop, and they've had mm. good Motlop so far. And Rockcliffe's been Rockcliffe. Um, although, how many touches did Rockcliffe get? I- I'm going to guess 23, 24. Uh, no, nine. Rockcliffe? Yeah. Yep. Oh, shit. All right. Fuck off. Two then. tackles. Must have been the thing about last week. But I did say he wouldn't be getting his 35s that he's been averaging yeah, yeah, up at yeah. uh, Brisbane. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, there you go. I thought he had more than that. And that really just scares the rest before. of that top four about, you know, how is this all going to pan out? Because there's yeah. been some heavy casualties this, this weekend. Yeah. And mm. so puts it all up in the air going into the next few rounds. But geez, they've got some momentum, Port. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But Port aren't a higher possession team. Like they tend to be very direct. Yep, and they move it very quick. Which uh, I like watching them. I think yeah. uh, they play that really nice uh, direct. Rather than flood and do the side pass handball, they just got long kick, long yeah. kick, long kick. Here's one for you. It's like the Lakers of the '80s. It's just all run and gun. Yeah, yeah. Sure. don't worry about setting it up. We'll just we'll get it down there quick and we'll go from there. Who would be the magic? Uh you got to say uh, probably Robbie Gray. Yeah, Gray. I'd say so. He, yeah. He's he's where it starts. Or both, but yeah, Gray's got more flash. Yeah. Is Dixon Jabbar? Well, I don't know. I haven't seen Jabbar drop marks, so <laughs> and I haven't seen his sky hook yet. Is Ollie Wines worthy? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see how many more players you can name. <laughs> Byron Russell was he back there? In that Byron time? Scott. Byron Scott. Sorry. Yeah, and Kurt Rambis. If you if you're going for a nerdy, yeah. so there's Jack Watts. <laughs> Isn't there a Larry or something? Yeah, Bird. Sure. He, he yeah. played for him. Yep. Larry, Perkins. Larry Nance. <laughs> um. Yeah, the Swans though, uh, one and one. But after going zero and six last year, yeah, just like yeah, whatever. It's not so bad. Uh, yeah, they know they'll turn it on. Well, that's it. Yeah. They've they've shown like, I mean, for having a crap first half of the season, now they can turn around. And they haven't had a crap start this season. They played very competitively in both games. Obviously, yep. you know, one and one. But yeah, I still like to see them be able to put more of a fight in that last quarter at home against Port. They, they feel like they got smothered, and that's yeah. usually what they do to other teams. Yep. Do you think uh, they even had voting for gold around this week? Um, this week, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I know Buddy was was up there. I can't remember what the other ones were. Why? Who do you think's got it? Parker. Yeah, it was the week before. Oh, yeah. yeah. I meant gold of the year. Yeah. Whether they just decided to put no, it in the fucking he, he got it the week before. 
It's the mulligan this right. <laughs> It was so good you get it two, two for, you get a two for one. Um, all right, and then finally on to the last game, Easter Monday, um, Hawthorne and Geelong. It's exactly what you'd expect it to be. Yeah, except I didn't expect it to be this. <laughs> expected it to be a pretty one-sided affair, to be honest. Oh, Geelong were robbed. <laughs> I, I I was going to the game just hoping, like, I hope the Hawks don't get flogged. Yeah. Yeah, I um, thought it'd be, yeah, that's exactly what I thought most Hawks supporters would be going to the game thinking. I didn't imagine it'd be as competitive for four quarters. Yeah. Yeah, be competitive. That's what we were hoping for. Yeah. Um, you know, we've still got some young lads that uh, need some game time in there. Yeah. Um, but even though blowing it out in the second quarter, you, you just always have that feeling like, all right, this, now Geelong will turn it around and they'll start to pick yeah, it up. Exactly. It didn't it, happen. Well, I mean, it did eventually. Well, it did, yeah, <laughs> but like, it wasn't an easy round like, all right, now we'll try and we'll get the game. It was, it was still hard fought for them to claw their way back. Well, who was it that went out early? Burgoyne. Burgoyne. That uh, was a massive out. Set out you know, after the first quarter. And I think there was a uh, um, a player for Geelong as well, a uh, uh, first gamer. Um, who got concussed in late in the first? I yeah, think. that's that's not as big of an out as Bergwijn. No, it's not. I'm just sort of saying yeah. the the old, the most experienced and the least experienced person on the ground yeah. um, both uh, left the game early. I think one of the most impressive people in the Geelong squad has been the youngster Tim Kelly, hasn't he? Who's two games mm-hmm. in, and if anywhere you'd think you're not going to be able to get much of the ball with players that the quality of players that Geelong have on the ground, but he's really just found his way around it. Um, no fear. Finds his own ball yeah. and, and well, makes good decisions. Getting yeah. Duncan back in is going to be hard. And he's a, he's a star. <laughs> yeah. That's it, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, when Duncan does come back in, you're not going, all right, you, you've had your two games, you're out. You go, well, you've earned yeah. your fucking spot. Yeah. How's the back flank sound, champ? <laughs> yeah. You've you got to find him. Yeah. You've got to find somewhere for him. <laughs> Enjoy it back there, Duncan. <laughs> um, but the problem for Geelong is obviously in key backmen. Um, yeah. Because uh, when it came down to it, Ruffy was yeah. Hawks weren't delivering well into the forward line. They were bombing it long, and Ruffy mm. was outmarking Zach Guthrie. Yeah. Now you say, okay, they lost Mackey and they lost Lonergan um, to retirement. Then Harry Taylor and Lockie Henderson uh, are both injured. Yep. But you got to pick somebody else then, or you know, if you've lost you two yeah. two potential key backmen over the off season, yep. who are you replacing them with? That's I don't it. know. I don't know. We put someone like Blitzars on. Exactly. Yeah, you had to. So I was thinking you had yeah. to switch Blitzars on there because also he can he can run as well, and you yep. got to pull Ruffy out of that forward line because yeah, he's going to be very very dangerous. Well, I think they did for a little bit, but not for much. Or not when it counted. You yeah. know, even though it was only a point um, that he kicked at yep. the end, um, it was still it was the winning point, wasn't it? So almost mm. sacrifice Zach Tui and just tell him go down there, punch <laughs> him in the ribs, <laughs> do no, something. Like the ball champ. He still yeah, he did ball on the ball today actually. I think he got 20 kicks or something like that. So 20, yeah, 20 kicks. Can't really complain with that. And you, so. know, you know what all his kicks are too. They're, they're running forward, yeah. sprinting 10 metres yeah. and booting at 40, 50, 60. But they lost, so he could have sacrificed 10 of those kicks and gone and punched Ruffy in the guts. <laughs> he had some nice torps out of full back. Yeah, mm. yep. He, he really uh, leaned into a few. Yep. Um, but I thought the, the where the game was really won was in the ruck. And McAvoy was dominant all day. Yeah. And I mean, McAvoy, he's never been too as like, you know, the best Ruckman, he's a make-do Ruckman, do what you're going to do. And so to have that much success against that midfield, I thought, you know, obviously there's a lot of planning that's going to go into how they're actually going to get those clearances and get that first use of the ball. And it's paid off. Well, you look at centre clearances, Tom Mitchell had more, uh, as many as Ablett, Dangerwood and uh, Selwood, uh, Dangerfield and Selwood put together. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I mean, Tom Mitchell still had another lazy... 40 touches, two goals. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just, it's ridiculous. I thought uh, this is the best I've seen Mir- O'Meara in uh, Hawks colours too. Uh, well, in Hawks colours, like, yeah. Third, 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 third time I've seen him in Hawks colours. I, I think literally his sixth game. I'm off memory, but yeah, it was. He was solid. But um, it, I'm, I'm going with uh, what a few others have said that you know Tom Mitchell averaging 47 touches really says a lot more about the rest of the midfield. Yeah, yeah And sure. it was a good outing from Jager, but what was he, 22 touches? Uh, it, 21. 21, there you go. Um, and Liam Shields had 10 tackles or 13 tackles or something, which he always does. But yeah. um, you do need to spread it around a little bit more. Yeah. But w- what impressed me about Tom Mitchell was uh, I watched it more around the stoppages. Like all good um, midfielders, they get you know held at stoppages. Right. Happens to yeah. all yeah. of them. Um, the amount of work he puts in to get free is amazing. Right. And that's why he gets so many clearances. And then you know if he doesn't, somebody else gets it. You find out you know 10 seconds later, he's out in the wing all by himself. Yeah. Um, you go, well, who's running with him? Like, no one, because he's left them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the work's done at the stoppage. And he, he's done his work, and off he's gone. And that's yeah. why he gets um, so many of those touches. I did not see him once do the, you know, somebody's taking a mark on halfback and run around behind to get that little yep. dicky handball. Yep. Surely they're going to play a tag on him at some stage. Somebody's got to. Well, I mean, 
Geelong don't have taggers because their <laughs> midfield's too crowded with midfielders. Exactly. But he's got really good pummeling skills. That's why he gets free. Exactly, Maybe. yeah. He works hard because he's got to do it every week. Yeah. Speaking of Kim Busy, Jarman Impey. I thought he was... Uh, I've seen him be lazy yep. prior, but he was very, very busy this match. Um, it, I heard somebody on the radio talking about it. Like um, They've said, mate, we've got a great midfield. You're going to get a run through there. Um, and he's become that hard runner um, that mm. this is what you can do and we need it. Yeah, um, and he's doing great. Some of his passing too was immaculate. Mm. Yeah, and he was um, always an option up forward. Even when they didn't, didn't kick to him, he was able to draw the Geelong defence wide. Yep. So Ruffhead had a run at it. Yeah, you got to worry about him. Yeah, y- you do. Mm. A lot of criticism on Rioli as well for not doing a whole lot. But I mean, the team won, and <laughs> also it was Poppy's what 150th game. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Something like that. I feel like Sirius went, oh, this is your chance, mate. You go out there, take some hangers. But, yeah, pound for pound, that's about his 90th game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we have this uh, this discussion all the time with Rioli. And, like, um, it was the same last week, too. There was one stage of the game where he's had two touches, but he's caused three goals. Yeah. And yeah, no, like, drop him. Yeah, like, trade him. If he was on the open market, <laughs> I'd give you a tip. There'd be 17 teams trying <laughs> yeah. to grab him. Um, but uh, you know anyway that's what it does but the pressure of the game um, was amazing and that's you know one of the things that he does and, and Poppy as well yeah. they're such terriers um, but Geelong still had there was a couple of times uh, in the, the blitz halves when he ended up with a goal um, Geelong mm. moved it from goal square to goal square without one clean possession right. but they still got it there yeah. it's yep. just you know, monster. it's not all luck you talk about Piopolo he has fantastic controlled aggression like he's always angry yeah. he's always, always hungry for the ball but then you look at Sicily that's uncontrolled aggression. Yeah, it, you, I, I, I like how they you know they back him. We say we like when he plays close to the edge. And this isn't close to the edge. This is no, clearly no, no, over no. it. Dropping knees into a Brownlow medal winner. Um, no, Selwood hasn't won one. No, he hasn't. Sorry, um, uh, maybe a gold medal for diving, but yeah. in, in, into an umpire's favourite. Yeah. Uh, very, very poor choice. Uh, I understand it. Uh, holding the man. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, I, understand, <laughs> I understand the sentiment. Don't get me wrong. Um, and let's face it, I'm just surprised Selwood didn't start bleeding as soon as he looked at him. <laughs> but you can't do that. And I think the one week is for, for stupidity as much yeah. as anything else. Hawthorne and King, they're so bad at getting suspended and not injuring people. Yeah. They yep. always do it. I mean, we, Well, to be fair, they do punch people in the face quite regularly. And don't they don't but, injure them. This is true. I, you, you see it all the time. Somebody gets a bump in the concussion, they're out of the game. If you're going to get reported, you're going to do a week out, at least make sure the other bloke feels it. That's what I think. They're the king of not doing enough. But yeah, with the Sicily one, it's a shame that that's taken so much focus of what was an absolute ripper of a game. Yeah. Um, but you know, when um, Selwood uh, grabbed him by the ankle and he fell forward, you're like, oh, fair enough, okay, you can't really control where you're falling. Yep. Then when you go back for a second one, <laughs> yep. you, you kind of lost the high ground, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's technically sexual assault. <laughs> uh, cut, the, cut the balls, that's all you're going to do. Um, but anyway, it was a fantastic game. Um, and like we said... Good to see the rivalry's still there too. Uh, yeah. Um, Ken's back. It, it, it'll happen. Yeah. Even as a Hawthorne supporter watching, you're like, they're going to win this. Yeah. Just, just that's going to happen again. Anyway. One thing I have noticed get away with one. What about Hawthorne supporters. They all seem to give players their own unique nicknames. I don't mean unique for the player. I mean unique for that for particular themselves. supporter. <laughs> like uh, Gunston was Tommy Gunn to the bloke down the front. Was and, he? Yeah. And then uh, someone was uh, something Storm. And then there's uh, Sissy and Sicky and... Uh, Boot. I don't know why they're calling Sicily Boot, but they might have. He might have just had a lisp, <laughs> and you thought it's a no, different this is, nickname. This is like three other people. Yeah, like three different. So I don't know. Maybe they had a creative writing session at Hawthorne. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. At least we call them by their right names. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We're rid of those guys. <laughs> by the way, Lindsay Thomas kicked six goals in the sample. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right, so let's have a quick look uh, to round three then. Um, we got the Friday night blockbuster of Carlton sitting 12th versus Collingwood sitting 16th. Yep. Like I said, if Carlton get over the line here... That really makes things ugly. Carlton 17th, aren't they? Yep. Oh, it just updated. I, <laughs> swear, I swear to you. I looked at it and it says 16th and it just updated. Uh, I'm on Carlton because I think they can kick goals. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, I'm on the Collingwood wreck train. I want to see a ball of flames. So. Um, I think it's a great result that somebody loses. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm going to be watching and for. I just want to see how much pressure sort of that whole let's get behind Buckley thing can withstand yeah. like you know there's no use building a damn wall unless it gets tested so I yep. want to see how much pressure they can actually withstand let's pump it on them I, I want to see Kerno put in a full four quarter effort and kick seven yeah 
Imagine yep. if you had this team on the field. Like uh, you had you had Doherty in there, you had Cruiser in the middle, you had uh, Jared Pickett running around, Alex Savani, Daniel Wells around the midfield, Darcy Moore going up forward, Chris Main in there, Levi Greenwood around the middle, Tyson Goldsack and Tim Brewhead. The team that's off is better than the yeah. two teams that are on. Wow. Pretty close to it. Jesus. Yeah. It's not a bad injury list there, but who are you picking? No, I'm on Carlton. I'm on Carlton. I, I, yeah. I think Carlton by um, oh, a good four goals because I think the scoreline is going to be uh, more about Carlton's accuracy. Yep. So keep a Casbolt well, uh, <laughs> back a say, bit. You're him, relying on Carlton's accuracy. <laughs> let him sit at centre forward and say, look, mate, just uh, push it forward. But uh, if you think you're going to take shots from 38, fuck off. Handball. Um, I'm actually going to tip Collingwood because I, I think that Grundy's going to have a day out. Um, and yeah. if he's given it down to, tough to, cover him, yeah. Yeah, to Trelaw and Pendlebury, um, I think they might have, have enough. And eventually, like I think Collingwood have been more impressive in their losses than Carlton has. Carlton's got the burst, yeah. but Collingwood's got longer. They'll grind. Yeah. Uh, Port Adelaide are hosting the Lions. It could get nasty. Adelaide Oval. Port Adelaide are going to get, get a home port. Yeah. Minor premiers, it's just where they start to charge. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be... That's a, what happens. They're looking for percentage early on here. And then the match of the round, um, the streak. Where is the streak at the minute? 17? 17. Uh, Melbourne so, versus North Melbourne at the MCG. Yeah, so Stringer can't be involved with it anymore if it goes to 18. Um, but I've actually gotten a lot of value out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Old mate uh, Ricky, who's a staunch Melbourne supporter, I've been getting stuck in him all week. He's been on the podcast before from yeah. Sports Berserk. Yeah, um, I've been getting stuck in him a fair bit because I'm worried. I'm pretty confident this will be the last time I can, so I'm making it well worth it. <laughs> oh, you've got to appreciate for all the shit that Melbourne's been through in the last decade yeah. or, or so. Um, North Melbourne have gone, yeah, I don't care. This is all we got. We're, <laughs> we're fucking driving this one through. Well, it's the last. Uh, must-win game for yeah. North <laughs> after uh, Good Friday. You know, we've we've got that. Uh, Banked somehow. Do you play them in Hobart later in the year? No, you, I only play them once. You only play them once. Oh, Jesus Christ! If they get up, if North get up, you pack it in. You're done. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're yeah. we're just heading home, looking at the draft on the way. You know, just uh, check it out. <laughs> um, oh, there's there's been tons of banter about it. The other thing I did find too, they're so desperate to uh, get over North, they've started to emulate North, and uh, <laughs> they've decided to get rid of pokies. <laughs> Uh, love it. So yeah, they, they're going yeah, right hand pokies. We're fucking. We're really serious oh, about this shit now. <laughs> As if there was any other better sign that Joseph Kudnick wasn't looking after the club anymore. Who filed with bankruptcy, by the way? But no, no. <coughs> uh, uh, it's not real bankruptcy. So yeah, exactly. Uh, Melbourne North. Uh, yeah, I think I'm. Yeah. Oh fuck it. Let's get on the North train. Why not? I want to talk myself out of North. But <laughs> my my unsurmountable optimism. Look, just thinks we could get it. There is nothing wrong with being biased as long as you're honest. That's yep. all I say. So be biased. Go for it. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to convince myself of it, and I'm looking at it, just going, "Yeah, you know, well, Ben Brown will kick a few. That's Benny fine. Brown can have a day out." And then yep. I'm like, "We've got a back line that's actually in good form with Tarrant Thompson at a great, hey, uh, a great match. Tarrant versus Jesse Hogan. Jesse Hogan kicked six, I think. Uh, this last sounds week, like the same way you play five hundred. No, no. Can't <laughs> <laughs> take four tricks. I've got a, seven spades. It'll definitely get up there. I mean, I'm looking on the, um, I think too, I'm looking on the uh, the app and apparently there's three Ben Browns playing, so <laughs> we're, we're looking damn good. Um, you know what? The, the weird thing is, um, for the first time in a long time, the ruck could be where North is vulnerable. Yeah. Um, yep. Bruce may come back in, but Gorn could get off the chain. Uh, the, oh, actually, the other concern I have about this is that... Uh, the top story in um, North's AFL corner is how good Majak Door was in the back line Ooh, <laughs> oh, wow. in a oh, VFL practice I match. I did oh, hear this. Wow. It's his best VFL game ever. And look, it probably is. Jesus. Let's, uh, there's only two ways that this can go. Either he did have a spectacular game and it's a revolution Liam Jones level yep. and he comes in very quickly or they're talking him up to try and get his value up to the end of yeah. the season. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Good luck. If he kicked 15 in the back line, then I'd be impressed. Be like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it is VFL. Let's, I mean, well, and it's I, a practice match. I've always said that, you know, JLT series means nothing. Practice games mean nothing. But VFL practice games mean even less. Yep. Yep. But anyway, who knows? You're right. He could come in and be be a star. But having said that, I'm, I don't want to look at moving Robbie Tarrant out. Vickers Willis has had a good match. Um, Thompson, yeah. like next year, Thompson's probably going to be done. Yep. So, look, have a crack. You're going to be 29 by then. Uh, he'll be the one person to have long service leave with uh, yeah. playing less than 10 matches. But <laughs> um, um, I, I think the Ds will still win, but 
you could see it getting to their head. That yep. the the hoodoo is there, um, and and they might uh, they might choke late. You just want to see a nice crowd there. Yeah. Um, Suns are travelling over to Optus Stadium to play Frio, like we said, but they're staying over there for the week as well. This yep. is actually going to be an all right game, I think. Yes, yeah, I think like they match up very we well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do. I think they match up match up well as well. Um, this, this whole Suns on the road thing could turn out to be a bit of a blessing in disguise, where they actually gets their culture back together and could be uh, could be the thing that really turns them around as a club. But they're playing attractive footy. I mean, yeah. they mm-hmm. I mean, extended themselves beyond yep. you know some some lowly teams, but. Um, this is a good chance for them to win a, a big away win. Yeah, well, I think they're trying to. I think uh, Freo are trying to be the flat, flat track bullies because both Hills are out. Um, uh, no, I think Stephen's coming back oh, in. He's come back in, is he? He will come back in, but uh, Brad Hill's definitely out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I, I still think they're going to lack a bit of pace. Um, so I'm actually jumping on Suns. I think they'll get this. Yeah, well, I think the Suns are a good chance too. And they'll maybe by the end of the round be top two. Yeah, 3-0. and oh. Yeah, I think I'm going to jump on the Dockers. I think it's just on, based on last week's performance, it's hard to go against them, against a side like Essendon. Um, but I haven't, been really, I haven't really liked the Dockers that much, to be honest, but it seems like this may be where they turn their, their turn, turn in form. Yeah. Um, here's a cracker of a game, the, the Sydney Derby. Um, Sydney and GWS. Um you get the uh, where is it? This is at uh, at SCG. Um, Franklin's gonna there's gonna be a lot of weight on his shoulders as there always is. Yeah. Um, but Phil Davis, uh, Buddy Franklin is a great matchup. It is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, that midfield battle is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, they've got now that GWS mm. have cleared out a lot of their, <laughs> their yeah and midfield lost, talent. Lost Tom Scully as well. Yeah. That hurts. So their depth is going to be tested now because they keep giving midfielders away to all the other clubs. Yeah, but you just like to see Toby Green come out there and really stick it to him. You know, get on the front foot. If, if he comes Swing in, they're a two goal side, a two yeah. goal better side. Yep. Um, he was he was a laid out um, this week, so if he comes back in, there's an all Australian half forward um, to go up against someone like uh, Nick Smith or, or Dane Rampey. You know, yeah, that makes for a great uh, great evening as well. So I think this is going to be one of the the best. Um, what do they call it? Battle of the Bridge Battle or the Bridge? Or yeah, they've got to change that name. It'd be one of the best uh, rivalry games for him, I yep. think, um, and really hard to tip. Uh, yeah. But I'm going to go with Sydney. Yeah, I think I'm on Sydney as well. I think it'll be a close one. This will be a seesawing match, but I think Sydney will get over the line. I think if Green's fit, I'm GWS, but um, I won't hedge. I'll just GWS it. Uh, Saints are hosting the Crows at Etihad. Ouch! <laughs> That's what you want. Um, coming off your, your worst game you've played in yep. God knows how long. Um, to front up against last year's minor premiers. God, I'd love to see him win. I'd love to see him <laughs> oh, win. that'd be terrible, wouldn't it? I can't well, tip it, but fuck, I'd love it. In in defence, if you're looking for a reason to go for it, uh, both Crouches are going to be out. Uh, Sloan's out. Uh, Lynch is probably going to be gone. Um, you reckon Sloan's out? Apparently. Yeah, uh, I reckon he'll come back. I reckon he'll well, play. I reckon if you were playing St Kilda, you're going to put him on ice. Because you, if you're uh, you know, coaching Adelaide, you think, look, I'm, I'm not going to risk... One of our best players, if not the best player. I reckon Adelaide are going to force feed Eddie Betts. Um, and that's why I put him down for five. <laughs> They're going to turn him into Pate. I think Gibbs could get 50 touches with <laughs> all that rest of the talent out. And uh, yeah, Eddie Betts might outscore what uh, St. Kilda mm-hmm. kicked last week. Yeah, I, I, if uh, they couldn't hold Ben Brown, they definitely can't hold no. Jenkins and Walker. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Something desperate's got to change. Mm. Well, I, I'm just saying kick to your team I think that's a good place to start good, good place to start um, and forward 50 entries will be what they'll look to improve because it can only improve yeah you can't get worse it literally can't um, on to Sunday we've got the Tigers and the Hawks at the MCG Tigers have had the wood over the Hawks the last couple of years they have um, they haven't had a confident start of the season though I mean they weren't that confident looking against uh, Carlton in round one and obviously you had that loss against the Crows so with Hawks hitting a bit of form against Geelong this this is really probably going to be a much better game than we would would have thought uh, Usually, during yeah. the season uh, how much long are you expecting Rioli out for? he, he played the last round two weeks four, oh Daniel Rioli yeah, sorry around, I think it was around yeah, four yeah, to around Daniel. six yeah, yeah a, a while yeah. yeah he's just started training again too yeah, um, so still a bit Caddy out hurts. Um, yeah, it does. But, He's always been an easy goal kicker. Um, but uh, Sicily probably would have played on him. Yeah. So the, yeah. The, there's your, what do you call it in pair. politics? Your, your pairs or your pair. twins? So uh, there's your pairs. But uh, Burgoyne out hurts. And I That's think, the massive one. Yeah, I think the mm. weight of um, possession in... Sorry, the, the number of forward 50s from Richmond is really what's going to get him over the line on this one. I mean, no Frawley mm. there to um, shoulder to shoulder. He, yeah, he may come back. But it, uh, you don't know. He was a laid out this I, week. I don't so. think it's a good matchup for Revolt anyway. Probably not. I think Revolt's a bit too mobile. Yeah. 
Um, mind you, Revolt misses the first one, all of a sudden he's having a shit game. Um, they're going to send Daniel Howe um, to Dusty Martin. It's not whether you can stop him, you just want to maybe he only kicks three goals instead of five. Yeah, just stop him setting up the, the loose running play as well. Because a lot of time he gets that hand pass and he's very quick. Him and Edwards are the ones that sort of yeah. have the quick hand pass and off they go. Do you reckon he's just spending all his time how to fend off Don't Argues? Um, yeah, he's spending a fair bit of, bit of time to, to figure it out. I'm sure he gets a plenty of attention off the field. Teach, you teach him an arm drag and you'll say. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ruffy, like we said, um, took Sam Guthrie to task last week. Bit harder with against Rance, I think. Yeah, so. I still think that's a good matchup though, because Ruffy does have a lot better leap than Rance, but Rance is a lot more mobile and reads the ball yeah. brilliantly. And I, he's got I, better players around him to help him out. Yeah, yeah. drop in front. Uh, is Bash is back, isn't he? Yep, he yep. played last week. So yeah, um, I, I think he's going to have a massive impact because his ability to run off the back line, um, I can't see them curtailing it. Yeah, like I, said, I think it's just going to be weight of possession. He's going to mm. win it for Richmond, and they'll do it comfortably. Uh, Bulldogs and Essendon at Etihad Stadium. Jeez. Uh, Bulldogs really need to bounce back. Yep. You, you um, can't see Bulldogs. You can't, can you? Can't, no. Um, or they, you can hope that they get there and they get excited for this one because it's their first return uh, match against Stringer. Yeah, that's true. You Maybe know, that gets them up. There's a lot mean, of people there who aren't happy with him. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot not to be happy about at Western yeah. Bulldogs at the moment. So, yeah, anything, you're looking for anything as a sign just to really bear Something them like that together. can focus them yeah. and give them a, a meaning. Plan if you're better. But all the blokes that could give them a touch-up are out. Like you got Libertori out, Marcus <laughs> Adams, Clay who's, Smith would have given one. out. Uh, Pickin, he's gone. <laughs> he, he'll have a headbutt. Uh, yeah, that'll do his concussion. No, no harm. Yeah, exactly. But um, I, I, I don't want to tip the Bulldogs, but I'm tipping against. I tip Essendon, but I'm tipping against the Bulldogs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly what I was thinking. You're not tipping for Essendon. You're tipping against the Bulldogs at the minute, mm. and because they've given you no reason to tip them. Yeah, and this could be which one means where, they could probably win it. This yeah. could be one where Danaher looks good. Yeah, because I don't yeah. think they've got a backman that can stop him. They, no. they certainly don't, and they definitely don't have anyone that's going to be able to stop um, uh, fucking midfield. Heppel, Heppel, yeah. Mm. Um, especially if Jordan Ruffhead uh, ends up uh, out as well. Um, and finally, the Eagles and the Cats um, at uh, Optus Stadium. Um, Eagles finally got their buoyed up uh, win uh, last yeah. week, but they haven't won at home yet. This is a good good chance to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going for the curse. I'm going for Eagles just not to win at home all not season. Not win at home all season. <laughs> that would be fantastic to see. I'm all about the streaks that I'm doing. Yeah, bring it down. So, yeah, I think Geelong is going to get the line in this one. Um, I can't see them, you know, coming across there and putting a... Uh, Kennedy's still out. Effort. Kennedy's out for another month. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that's, you know, a five-goal better side right there. Yeah, of course. Um, if Duncan's back in... I reckon not just at Geelong, but Geelong by a bit. Um, Nick Nat will have a lot to say. Like we said, if um, yeah, uh, Ben McAvoy. McAvoy was able to dominate them um, yep. this week, Nick Nat's another step up. However, surely Geelong will think, okay, this yeah. is what happened. We've got to work around it. You'd now. assume that just, that's this week's practice. You make more of a plan for Nick Nat and Noe than you do for mm, yeah. Ben McAvoy. Well, yeah. if, if Duncan's back, you've got five top quality midfielders. Yeah. Surely he can shark a couple. Who's the fifth? Kelly. Uh, Kelly, Kelly Duncan. Uh, yeah. Well, I'd say hey, four. I'm, four I'm, on, call I'm on form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fair enough. He's done all right. Um, so is that uh, three Geelongs? Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. That'll do us for uh, round two. Uh, yep. Round three preview. Have right. fun. Peace. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.